In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk about 10 tips to stay sane while running your e-commerce business. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 56. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Pulesky. I'm here alone today without a guest, but I wanted to talk about 10 tips that I found to help any sort of founder of an e-commerce business, a retailer, someone starting, someone running a business, how to just stay sane while running an e-commerce business. Um, these could be applied to lots of different businesses, um, even you know software, that sort of thing. So it's not just related to e-commerce, but just how to stay sane professionally when starting a business. Um, and I think it's something super important. You see a lot of people get into it. And I see people asking for help online, that sort of thing. And they're kind of freaking out a week into the process. Um, so there's a few things here to kind of ground yourself and just realize, you know, you, you have to be in it for the long haul, right? This isn't a thing you're going to, it's going to work month one, week one, day one. This is going to be a process. So you need to be able to deal with that yourself so that you can stay in for the long haul um, and stay sane. So here are 10 tips that I think would help um, any sort of retailer, founder, anyone launching a business help to stay grounded. Number one, finances. I feel like this keeping your finances order is first and foremost. Um, and this applies both to when you're starting and running the business. When it comes to starting, set aside a certain amount of cash, a certain amount of money that you re- that you understand is the seed. Put a thought there that this might not um, succeed. This, you know, you want it to work, but there's a bit of a risk here. So this isn't exactly gambling, but it's also not putting money in the bank. You know, you're going to spend down a certain amount of cash to launch the site, launch this business, get things off the ground, and just understand that this is earmarked for that, and that's its purpose. And that helps, you know, realize there's a cap on this. You know, you see a lot of people are launching a site, hiring a consultant, hiring a designer, doing all this work ahead of time and they're just going deeper and deeper and deeper with no real place to stop. They didn't put like a hard limit on it. Having that limit um, imposes structure. It makes you have to realize, okay, we have X amount in the bank. This has to get halfway done when we're halfway done with that. We have some padding and plan it out and realize, you know, we're not going to go over that. And that makes you start cutting things out early on and make the tough decisions when you need to. The same goes for also running the business. You see a lot of people um, call even e-commerce businesses startups, doing air quotes here, here on audio. And there seems to be this mentality that you can lose money for a while or sell it a loss or do these kind of quirky things. And I've always come from the opposite direction on from day one, start a profitable business, maybe not you know this wildly profitable, but at least you're not dumping money into it month after month. You're not running at a loss. You have a handle on your finances. You know your P&L each month. You understand, okay, here's what we made. Here's the bottom line, that sort of thing. And you know every month what you're generating, what you can expect. And it's not just this complete you know, free-for-all every month. I see a lot of folks just really kind of winging it, um, not really keeping track of their finances. When they sell a product, they don't really know what their margins are. And that sort of thing in the long haul, just complete recipe for uh, a lot of turmoil. So 
Tip number two is get buy-in from all the important people in your life that this is something you're going to be doing for the long haul. And this is more applicable when you're just starting. Um, and important people being spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, anything like that. Someone who, you know, they're going to have to understand if you have to work on a Saturday, work on a Sunday, uh, work late at night. Someone maybe work on a vacation, that sort of thing. Talk to those important people up front and get kind of that buy-in. So it's not just you alone. And also when, you know, the problem actually occurs and you need to work late or you need to go on the weekend, it's not a surprise. It's not you didn't blindside someone. You're able to be upfront, set those boundaries and just understand, you know, and have the people in your life understand that there's going to be certain things that need to get done and get their buy-in early on. Tip number three is have a professional support network. Um, so other folks in the industry that you can talk to, bounce ideas off of, uh, some ideas for that, uh, mastermind groups. So small groups that meet weekly, monthly, whatever it is, talk about e-commerce, any sort of in-person networking. Um, there's a lot of meetups in the area. Um, I'm in Boston. There's e-commerce related meetups almost every week. Go to those groups, make connections there. And it really helps me all to talk to other people that really do the same thing, understand what you're doing, what you're going through. Um, also in other places, conferences, in-person, actual, you know, go out to some, I can list some of the big uh, e-commerce conferences, but go there and meet other retailers. It really helps when you find people just slightly ahead of you. And you're able to, you know, if you find someone that's years, light years ahead of you, they're going to be at some different level. They're talking about a scale that it's hard to comprehend. When you find someone just a little ahead of you, they can give you kind of these little tips on, hey, here are the things down the road that you're going to see in three months, six months, 12 months. And they start kind of kind of explaining to you where you're going to go. Same thing goes, you can actually help some folks that you're a little ahead of. Whoever you find that's like, you know, if someone that's much further earlier on in their journey, it's sometimes it's hard to even remember what that was like, depending on where you are if you've been doing this for years, but if there's someone who is just at a slightly smaller scale than you, another opportunity. It's just great to kind of give back and help people. So kind of find people who are somewhat in your, in your group, uh, a little ahead of you, a little behind you, talk to them. That's the kind of people that usually I found you get the most out of meeting. And these, the more you can do in person over the phone, the more uh, real life basically connections you can make, the better. The other thing, a personal support network. So tip number four, find people completely not in your industry. So exact opposite, right? Tip number five was find the, tip number three was find the folks in your industry, people you can talk to about business, talk to about e-commerce, talk to about what you're doing. Number four is your personal support network. It's folks that you cannot talk to. They have no idea what you're doing. You, they, if you explain to them what you're doing, they won't understand. And that's a good thing. You want to have that balance. So you want to have some folks in your life that you can talk to about work, but other folks, could be family, friends, could also be specific groups for uh, activity, right? So let's say you do rock climbing. You might have your rock climbing friends that you talk to just about that. They know nothing about your business. They don't even know what you do for work necessarily, but you're able to disconnect and kind of get away and realize, okay, there's life outside of what I'm doing. And that helps to kind of be that, uh, that balance, find that yin and yang that really helps you stay kind of grounded. So tip number five, kind of on a related note, but if you could start scheduling some sort of 
almost like a lunch date with other folks in the industry. So I've kind of found it's helpful once you go to meetups, kind of the in-person things, find some other folks that kind of do what you're doing. And even if they're not in your area, you can do it over Skype, uh, Google Hangouts, that sort of thing. But set up essentially like a lunch date where someone else doing the same thing, maybe you meet every week, every other week, once a month, whatever it is, and just literally talk about what you're doing. Just It helps to have that dialogue though of somebody who they've seen where you were a month ago, six months ago, you're moving forward. And it keeps you, it keeps you a bit accountable when you say, Hey, we're going to be launching this new marketing campaign next week. You meet with them a couple weeks later, they say, Hey, how'd that new marketing campaign go? And then you say, Oh, well, you know, it got delayed and this and that now, another few weeks you say, how'd that, they say, how did that go? And you say, well, kind of delayed. And you start to feel that pressure and it keeps you accountable to yourself and some of your goals and having the same small, small group of maybe between one and three people that you meet with on a consistent basis really helps to help keep you accountable. So another uh, tip, number six, find someone kind of doing the same thing as you. Number six is find a mentor or coach or somebody who has already done it. Maybe isn't doing it now, maybe is way past, but someone can kind of coach or mentor you. And it could be, you know, a free type thing where you just have a friend that you met, might be a paid coaching engagement, Lots of folks do that. It works great, but somebody who can kind of give you some tips and hold you accountable to those tips the same way another, um, founder would, but somebody who might have a different perspective, a little outside, or maybe they're specific in a different area. Um, very specific to marketing, like a marketing type coach, someone like that, who can kind of advise you at this higher level and do the same thing, have scheduled meetings with them. And that helps you to have a sounding board. Those two both at your level on another, another founder, and also at a different kind of level beyond you, a mentor or a coach. And when you kind of start thinking about, Hey, maybe we should try this. It helps to have those people around you that they know, and they have a history. They understand where you're headed, where you've been. And when you say, Hey, maybe we should try X. There's someone that might say, Hey, you're trying too many things, or maybe you need to try some more. You need to you know, yes, that sounds like a great idea. That sounds like a terrible idea, that sort of thing. But it helps to have that sounding board and someone you can really talk to on an ongoing basis. So mentor, coach, anything like that. Tip number seven is you don't have to do it alone. So have folks inside of your business. Maybe it's people that work for you. It's employees, it's contractors, it's a co-founder, but understand, bring others in. Um, and you see this, some folks early on feel like they have to do everything, but you really want to start being able to delegate to others, ask others for help. Um, if you don't have the resources, bring in contractors, bring in some sort of part-time employee initially, just start having some other folks that are helping you with this. Don't do it alone. Don't try to do it alone. It helps to have just people around you. And the sooner you can do that, the better. There's also kind of a warning there though. Don't do it too early. Um, I've seen people, you know, try to hire very, very early on before they have any sort of idea, even what they're doing. And they're basically trying to hire these weaknesses that they don't, they can't do themselves. So maybe you're not technical and you try to hire a technical contract contractor could be good, but you have to be very careful there that you're not just hiring 
people to do things that you're not ready for don't make sense yet so kind of keep that balance and know when's right to bring people in and when it is definitely do it but just keep a balance there tip number eight disconnect so this is one of the most helpful things sometimes you have to meditate go for a walk go for a hike just spend time alone watch netflix do anything that's not actually talking communicating just be with yourself and whatever that looks like to you you should do that it really helps you to slow down to get your head out of your business sometimes get your head out of the day-to-day out of the grind and just be with your own thoughts and that's one of those things there that i think um you know there's this mentality of you have to work 18 hour days you have to work seven day weeks you have to you know be going crazy 80 hour weeks that sort of thing it's not really true you want to have that disconnect time where you're able to slow down um you know this if you're in it for the long haul you're not going to be able to go and work 68 hours a week for the rest of your life and if you think you're going to do it just for now and then somehow you'll reach some magic point in time and you'll be able to pull back probably not true it's a marathon not a sprint you want to pace yourself so always remember have that built-in time where you're going to disconnect you're going to go and plan your meditation every wednesday night or whatever it is or you're going to go for a walk all alone you know watch netflix give yourself an hour watch a movie whatever it is but make sure you plan that time number nine similar to that prioritize sleep and exercise above your actual work and i know this sounds a little little weird people have this mentality of you have to work an 80 hour week crank it out but there's some things that if you if you don't do them if you skip sleep it's going to have this detrimental effect that's going to be long lasting you're going to see it it's going to bleed into all the parts of the business and it's really going to affect you your employees your relationships everything so don't cut out don't sacrifice things like sleep or even exercise for the business those are some things you want to actually prioritize higher than what you're doing on your day-to-day so make sure if you're the type of person that needs eight hours of sleep give yourself eight hours of sleep don't try to work until midnight and be up at six and that sort of thing every day just to try to squeak out a little extra understand that sleep really needs a very priority and also exercise have a regular routine um doesn't need to be every day doesn't need to be something you know something crazy you don't need to be running doing triathlons but have three days a week where you go to the gym do whatever do whatever it is your run club whatever that is but just plan that and have a schedule that you stick to because that's one of the easiest things to just cut out and that's one of the most important things not to cut out so sleep exercise make them a priority so tip number 10 this is one of this is one of the things that i found to be the most powerful and it's to have a purpose the better way of saying it is have a, a purpose beyond money or the basics you know to grow a business to start a business to make money anything like that have an actual purpose have a why and a couple books actually that i found super helpful with this is simon simon sinek hopefully i'm pronouncing his name right it starts with why it's a fantastic book i'll link to that in the show notes and also the infinite game so a couple things Simon talks about in those books is starting with why is having a a greater meaning on why you're doing doing what you're doing why you're running this business why you're doing it um, an actual like purpose behind it and not just to make money or anything like that 
that's a side effect. But why are you doing that? Why is this what you're doing? And if the goal is to just make money, you probably want to stop and pump the brakes and kind of question what you're doing. Because there's going to be days where it's going to be very, very hard and you're going to be up against the wall. And having that why is something that will keep you focused and understand, okay, now it's tough, but we need to keep going. Here's our purpose. And same thing, The Infinite Game, another good book, Simon Sinek. It talks about how you're not playing to win necessarily. You're not playing to beat a competitor. You're playing to play. And you're, you're going to... You're almost playing against yourself where the goal isn't to go out and, you know, hey, there's three other people in my industry. I'm going out to crush them. The goal is to be the best, to be the best for you can be for specific customers. You're playing against yourself. And in the long haul, you're always going to be playing this game and it's just going to go on forever and competitors will come and go, but you're going to keep going. And the goal, and the goal isn't to beat a competitor and then it's over and you win. The goal is to always keep going and understand that is the goal and it's not just a short-term thing it's not that you're trying to beat someone and then you won and you plant the flag and you're all done this is you're going to be growing and growth learning changing that is the goal so two great books i'll link to in the show notes so to kind of go through those real quick from the top number one keep your finances in order number two get buy-in from important people in your life number three have a professional networking group. Number four, have a personal networking group. Number five, lunch dates with other founders. Number six, find a coach or a mentor. Number seven, don't do it alone. Have other folks in your business with you. Number eight, disconnect, get out there, spend time alone. Number nine, prioritize sleep and exercise above your business. Number 10, have a purpose. Have a why, know why you're doing it. So hopefully those 10 tips help you stay sane when starting or running your e-commerce business. If you did find this helpful, it would be great. A five-star rating in iTunes. Also, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me directly, charles at businessofecommerce.fm. I'd love to hear your thoughts, any sort of other topics you'd like to hear about. Drop me a line. You can also reach me at charlespl on Twitter. It's great to talk to you and hopefully I'll talk to you soon.